Welcome to a special edition of Spectrum. In 2016, rock and roll royalty Graham Nash released his very first solo album in 14 years, This Path Tonight. Throughout the record, Nash carefully explores themes of aging, of retrospection, and of anticipation for the future. Nash is on the road throughout the summer promoting the album, and WOUB arts and culture reporter Emily Vota had a chance to speak with him about the new album and especially about his political views. You have to be aware of what's going on. You have to make sure that you have all, uh, you know, as much information about everything that you can. I mean, particularly in, in today's uh, political climate, this is, uh, this is madness. I've been here in America for over 50 years, and it's, I've never seen it like this. I've never, I mean, this is a great country. I'm an American citizen. We deserve better than Trump. I was curious if you could tell me a little bit about your immediate reaction to the election results. I, if I understand correctly, there was some painting involved? Indeed. Um, well, first of all, it was incredibly depressing, you know, the fact that, uh, you know, that the Electoral College gave, uh, gave Trump the presidency. Um, yes, uh, I, I've been furious. I've, I've been angry. I've been frustrated. Uh, and I, I took my anger out on canvases. I did 16 paintings already, you know, out of my frustration with the Trump administration. And no one will see them, but uh, I had to get them out of my system. How do you feel that, um, in particular, this path tonight, your most recent album, kind of speaks to 2017 and, and the, the climate that we're in socially and politically? It, it, because I, I'm alive and I, I, I'm a writer, so I, I wake up and I deal with my world. And I have, before I ever write about anything, I have to feel something about the subject matter. You know, and then I do my research and make sure that I've got the story straight, and then I'm off writing. You know, um, it's been an incredible life. It's been a long time. You know, I'm almost 76 now, and uh, it shows no sign of stopping, and the shows are going down fabulously. Fantastic. Yeah, I, I was I was curious about your um, live shows. How, how do you determine what tunes are going to make the cut for a particular night? Well, I understand that people want to hear teacher children and our yeah. house and military madness, and, you know, I, I understand that, and I'm perfectly happy and, and as passionate about singing those songs as I ever was. At the same time, you know, like, for instance, you know, a couple of years ago, I woke up to the news of this kid, Michael Brown, being killed in Ferguson, in Missouri. Shane and I, Shane Fontaine, my guitar player, and I wrote the song that morning and sang it that night. So you just have to be aware. And the thing that you can't do with this presidency is normalize it. This is not a normal presidency in any way, shape, or form. And you have to resist, and that's what I'm trying to do. As an artist, like, what are the ways that you, that you are resisting, and what are some ways that um, you well, hope you other know, from artists e- From everything, from talking to your friends, from not accepting uh, the fact that he's uh, your president, to, to calling your senators and your congressmen about this crazy shit that he's doing to America, He's sending us back at least 50 years. He's undoing some tremendously great hard work that was done to make this world a better place. And he's undoing it bill by bill. And uh, I, I, I have a feeling um, that the pendulum will swing the other way. 
have a, a feeling that, um, quite frankly, that Trump's mouth is going to bring him down. What does this presidency mean for artists like yourself? I mean, it's such a... Uh, it means that yeah. we have to fight. It means that we have to realize that bread and circuses still goes up. The military, industrial, corporate uh, climate that we're living in uh, is making fortunes off uh, tragedies, making fortunes off war, keeping war going throughout the world so that they can sell more bullets and more guns. Um, it's a terrible thing, and... Uh, but like I said, I'm not running away from this. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm resisting as much as I can. You've been quoted as saying that this path uh, tonight is definitely unique from the rest of your discography, but it has echoes of your earlier work in it. And I was curious if you could elaborate on that. Sure. I, um, one of my favorite records that I made uh, many years ago was called Songs for Beginners. And I had uh, three or four uh, African-American lady singers uh, singing on uh, Chicago and uh, Military Madness and, and, and that record. They were the, the, the harmony singers on that record. Um, and I, I, some of the songs I, I, that I've been writing with Shane kind of echoed, um, the, you know, the immediacy and the intimacy of that first record of mine, those songs for beginners. Um, and um, I, I, I realized that uh, I, I wanted to get that sound back and so I contacted uh, several of those ladies that were on the original recordings and, and, and a couple of them made it and so that's the that's the sonic echo that you're hearing. How do you feel that your generation has um, maybe impacted how things are handled on a on a social in a social and cultural well, way? I'm still a hippie. <laughs> yeah. I do. I, you know all the all the things that we stood for in in, in, the, in the summer of love are still true to me. I think love is better than hatred. I think peace is better than war. I think we should take care of each other because we're all we have on this planet. I think the things that the hippies stood for are still very true in my world. Thanks for listening to this special edition of Spectrum. You can always subscribe to Spectrum at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or at NPR One.